Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts in nothing talk about everything. Lending a hand to your fellow man is an act everyone should perform without a doubt. But without question, that's another matter. Daily, you will be approached to give something of or from yourself, and sorting out real charity from scams can be difficult. Deep down, everyone wants to do the right thing, be a good person. But whether it's spreading yourself too thin or giving money you don't have can become a real moral dilemma. Following your gut instinct can be a valuable tool in these situations, and that's what we're going to talk about now. So get ready, because today, two random men discuss when it's okay to say you can't help. So I was thinking the other day, one of the first gauntlets I'm going to put the kid through when I'm teaching her how to drive, my oldest, is I'm going to take all the cash away from her. And I'm going to take her down to Skid Row, where she's going to have to go traverse the corners and learn to deal with the anxiety of dealing with the grifters. Down on Skid Row. Okay. Because that's the kind of shit that's never put forward to you when you're learning how to drive, is how to deal with that anxiety of, of pulling up to the corner and feeling like an asshole. That's true. I And, you know, we're, we're giving people. Like, I don't think... I've never had a problem giving to any no. person that's in need or any organization donating should be something like a good yeah. person should do regularly. Yeah, if you got the if you got the buck in your pocket, you know, yeah. But sometimes eh, it's a little shady. Like you you don't know for sure. Mm. When they have a dog <laughs> is what makes you really feel like an asshole too. Oh yeah. Because you know, we've all seen the stories of I get there, people on hard times. I understand that. I know. I, I've met. I've known people that have been that person on the corner. Yeah. But then you also read countless stories about the person that has a full time job and goes down there and makes a killing on the weekend, panhandling. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes it is kind of hard to like kind of differentiate between should I spend my hard earned money to help this person out? Do I know for sure? Uh... You know, um, if I have. Some loose change sitting there, sure, not a problem. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's better to take the chance, I guess. Yeah, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Maybe you did get that person a meal, but I've also known people that have picked up people on the corner and said, "I will take you to get a meal right now," and they're like, "No, the cash will be fine," and they're like, "No, your sign said you were hungry. I'm going to take you right now and buy you a case of water mm-hmm. and a tent and." grocery shopping and they're like no nah, i don't need that i know a guy whose dad did has done that multiple times mm-hmm. and more often than not gets the now nah, the cash will be fine it's like all right i immediately get that bad taste in my mouth yep yep that's why i like the the guys you're gonna take it to buy drugs you're gonna take it to buy booze i like it when i see someone you know well i shouldn't say i like to see it because that's that's terrible but when you see somebody say on the side of the road mm-hmm. or uh, asking for some help, but it's like they might have a sign that doesn't say, you know, oh, I, I need gas money, I need food for my family, I need this, but it's more like, hey, man, you know, can I just get an interview? Can I uh, get a little bit of help to better myself? Sometimes I'm like, and those guys still might be, they might still be yeah. smoking my script. I don't know. Talking about it earlier with the guy that was, had the sign that was like, don't want money, just need an interview. Yeah, and this dude, it was in the heat. Of the day in Texas, and he was standing in a suit. It was an older suit. It was a little tatted up, you know. His son said, don't need money, need an interview. 
And I hope to God somebody stopped and said, hey, man, here's an application or here's my card or, or something like that. Cause like that dude, I'm pretty sure was legit. Just he wasn't trying to look for a handout. He was just trying to be like, hey, man, just give me a little help. An opportunity. Just, just, he fell yeah, on hard yeah, times yeah, for real. Yeah. And so someone like that, check yeah, dude. Give that guy a shot. Give him a chance. I have been approached by the same man three times at the same gas station with the same story about needing to get to Oklahoma, didn't have the money to put gas in his car. We're going for, uh, my family's trying to make it to Oklahoma and we don't have the gas. And if you could just spare me some money to put gas in my tank. And it was, I remembered it was the same guy every three times because I remembered the car and I remember the last uh, digits on the license plate. Mm-hmm. And the last time I checked his ass. Yeah. I was like, you realize this is the third time you've talked to me, sir? And he, boom, like sped off. The second time he offered me, I, I'll give you my ring. I'll give you this, whatever. I'll give you my uh, mailing address. You can mail it back to me. And I was like, well, how much do you need? And he fucking told me $200. Like I have $200 in my pocket. Dude. Like I'm going to hand some guy $200. So you never know. My favorite is uh, when the guys with the stolen Valor get their ass checked. Mm-hmm. The guys that are pretending to be veterans. Yeah. Oh, those mm-hmm. are the best ones to watch. I've never seen it in real life, but I've watched a couple of videos where they end up speaking to a real Marine or a real someone that has served in the military. Yeah, a, a and they Navy, start asking Army, them questions and they can't answer Army, any of yeah. it back. And it's like, take off the uniform. Take it off. I'm taking it with me. Now fold it up and put it in the back of their Yeah, because not car. only are you disgracing me and what I've done, but countless other people that have lost their lives, that have done everything they could to provide this country with everything that we have now. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sit here and you're going to peddle and make money off of other people that are willing to be like, hey, man, you know what? Support our service if you're men, that women, hard up, and, there are other yeah. ways to go about it. No joke. Than pretending to be a veteran. Yeah. Well, isn't that actually against the law, right? I think uh, it is. I, I believe it's called stolen valor. Yeah, but say I thought that because you, you can, can get them arrested. Yeah, it should be. If it's not, it damn sure should be. I I think I've told you the story about uh, here years ago. I was working in a large city, and this lady came in. I, I was sitting in like a like a little taco joint or something like that. Um, and this lady taco came in. stands are the best. Well, this was a little more of a taco stand. It was actually food trucks. Yeah, make my life better. <laughs> That's true. But this was actually a restaurant. Like a, we were sitting a inside brick and mortar building. Yeah, uh, we were sitting inside, and there was probably mm, probably fourteen tables. Okay, I'm sitting in the very back corner with another guy from work, and this lady walks in, and she hands one of her like little business cards, sets it down on the first guy's or first uh, person's table. And she stands there with her hands clasped, you know, kind of staring at him. And the card read something about, I'm deaf, I'm selling bracelets, I'm Mm -hmm. doing something like that. Of course, we have an aunt that is deaf. So we kind of grew up with that a little bit. And neither one of us retained any of what we should have. But anyway, we still, we we grew up with it. We kind of knew it. We can spot fake sign language. And so I'm watching her. And the whole time, every time she walks up to this table, she just lays down her card and doesn't do anything. She doesn't sign anything, doesn't make any gestures, nothing. She just sets it down, goes. And I'm looking at the guy I'm sitting there eating with, and something just, it caught me. I was like, ah, I'm calling bullshit on this, dude. I'm surprised it was allowed in the establishment. 
well, you know, hey, that's none of my business. Maybe they said, yeah. okay, yeah, come on in. No, well, but they probably didn't want to turn her away, you know? I mean... <clears throat> you're eh, walking eh, up to tables of people either way, that are at dinner. Eh, either way, uh, she went to probably about six tables before she got to where we were sitting. And you throw a little bit of sign language back at her? She threw down her card and just, again, just kind of clasped her hands in front of her and looked at me. And for whatever reason, I had a like a little flashback, and I just remembered a few little bits of the sign language that I used to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I think I said like, "Hi, uh, my nice name," and like signaled like the letter J. <laughs> it wasn't anything in depth, but it was just like not even a, a sentence. Like it was just something, whatever. She grabbed her stuff and hauled ass out of there. Uh-huh. And the guy sitting with me was like, "Dude, you just called that." I was like, "Man, that drives me fucking crazy." Because there are legit people out there that need help. That need help, and this person's just scamming off of it, man. That drives me crazy. Ah, irritates the hell out of me. So anyway, I I kind of felt some people might say it was a dick move, but in my mind, I I feel like I actually did everybody else kind of a service and called her out. And so hopefully, she I don't know that person's probably still doing. It. And she probably was on hard times. Who knows? I don't know for sure, but. Don't put yourself out there as somebody with these kind of issues when you're you're not. Yeah. Like don't ride don't ride that train, man. Come on. Uh, no. I no. get it. Yeah. That just pissed me off. Don't pretend to be a veteran. Don't pretend to be disabled. Don't pretend Didn't you say there was a story about a lady that was pretending to be in a wheelchair with a leg? Yeah, I saw it on like TikTok here a while back where it was kind of the same thing where it was a... Uh, like I was like, I see you dude, pull up here every day. Yeah, the dude was like, it was like his job. And he had uh, yeah. watched that. He said... Put on he, sweatpants and sit yeah, on your legs. Yeah, he said he watched this girl like a couple of times over the last week or so where she would get out of her car, walk around the block, fold out her wheelchair, put one leg behind her, like sitting on it, and put on a pair of sweatpants, tie one leg in a knot to look like, you know, she had lost a limb. And sit there and just pedal on the corner. And so this guy sat there and recorded, like, people walking by, dropping 10, 20, 50 bucks to this person. And so one day he just finally had enough of it. And so he walked up to her and was like, hey, I don't think what you're doing is right. And she was like, oh, what do you mean? He was like, I've seen you walk. I know you have another leg. Like, I know you're okay. And she kept fighting, kept fighting, kept fighting. And, hey, man, I don't know if it's the right way of handling it, but... He flipped her chair. He No, he didn't <laughs> do that. He grabbed her little bucket and threw her money out in the road. Damn. And sat there for a minute and just kind of watched her. And he, like, he backed away. <laughs> well, she eventually, like... She was a vision in my head of, like, hey, go get it. Because <laughs> that was exactly what he did. Sorta. And, like, there's other people standing around. And I'm sure those people were like, oh, my God, this guy is the worst human being on the planet. Holy hell, What what is going on? Sometimes you have to look like a dick to prove a point. Guess what? She finally got up and walked on both legs out there to go get her money. Mm. And then ran mm-hmm. back to her car mm-hmm. and drove away. And his whole thing was, he was like... He, he was, was like, driving an Escalade. I, I don't even remember what she was driving his car. But uh, he was like, I'm not even necessarily like telling her, don't do this or don't do whatever. Because I thought I was kind of screwed up. Because, but I, my big thing was like, just don't do it in front of my business. You know, like, come on, man, this, this isn't really cool. But he was like, I kind of feel like I did the right thing by calling her out on it because that's fucked up, man. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. I get hard times. I get people fall on hard times, but mm-hmm. 
don't don't make money off other people's issues. Don't make money because you think that oh, I can look like I fall into that category. Yeah, because that's that's fucked up. That's taken away from the people that really do need the help. That's what I was saying about the teaching the kid. Like people are going to try to take advantage of you. Be smart. You have to learn kind of back to that situational awareness of like, does mm-hmm. it seem wrong? Do you have a bad feeling in your stomach yeah. about the situation? Does it does it seem off? Then nine times out of ten, you're probably right. Yeah, because unfortunately, there's a lot of shitty people out there. They are. And they're going to try to take advantage of you. And that's yeah. a big thing that, yeah. you know, teaching your kids street smarts is just as important as teaching them book smarts. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, I really think with the generations coming up, they might not be aware of some of these things and might not see it the same way. I know, like, when we were younger, uh, there, were, there were certain times growing up that we'd see something and dad might call bullshit on something. And we didn't really necessarily process it because we were kids, so we didn't really know. But now, as adults, I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah, like, I can a lot of times see something, like, ah, that's bullshit. Like, I, no, that's not right. And I think there's so many people out there that are just preying on people's kindness. Or, kind of like what you said earlier, before we started, about the fact that you just don't want to look like a bad person. We're growing up in a time, which I, it's it's always been this way, and I hate to kind of talk like I'm from a different generation, but people are super afraid now to look like an asshole. True. Super afraid. Especially with YouTube and TikTok and Snapchat and all these different things. You like, get you caught one be... time looking like an asshole, it can ruin everything for you. Yeah. But there is a time and place to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And in a situation where someone's trying to take advantage of you. To prey on you. To basically. prey on you, you're not in the wrong. You're completely justified to say no. Yeah, I agree. 100%. And it's kind of a dying art. The lost art of assholism. Yeah, and I guess a lot of times nowadays people just, they they see, they assume, and so they just react. You know? It's easier to say yes. And I guess I shouldn't phrase it as assholism because it's really just standing up for yourself. Ah, yes. Yes. Am I correct in thinking that? Yeah, not letting yourself be taken Standing your ground yeah. and saying, no, this doesn't mm-hmm. seem right. I'm going to keep walking. Sorry. Because yeah. me and you are both, of course, you know, all the years playing music. We had benefit, we do, benefit, benefit, benefit. We used to do at least one benefit a month to help people out, you know. For that was whatever, fine. That whatever. was your time. Yeah. That's yeah. the easiest thing that you can donate is yes. your time to any yes. kind of charity. Mm-hmm. And everybody should do it. Yeah. Agreed. And so we did that. For years, without even a, a thought, like, when I, I remember when we'd be booking shows, we would always leave. Designate time for that. Yeah, we would always leave at least one slot open, like, a month. Be like, hey, if there's something that comes up, that's a benefit or something we can do to help out with the community, uh, anything like that, say, you know. Doing Charitable a, events. Yeah, anything like that. Uh, we'd always leave time, make sure that we did it. And when we did it, we did it happily. We were like, hey, if the least we can do is show up and play music for an hour to help out the cause? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. People That's helping people. Civil That's... duty. I mean, basically. But then on the flip side of that, you got these so people you get taking those people advantage. Throwing benefits and all the money's pocketed by them. And it never went to where the charitable yep. event it was supposed to. Yep. 
Yeah. And it's sad that you have to kind of get your hands dirty in that. Well, or be put in the situations where you realize when you've been taken advantage of a couple of times to say, that's not going to happen again. I'm going to do my research. Remember, we got to that point there at one time where, I keep saying where, uh, (laughs) where, 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 where people were asking us every weekend to come to a benefit for different stuff. And we're like, hey, that's great. We want to help out where we can, but we also, you know, we we're kind of we got to do something for ourselves too. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not we making go, any money. We can't <laughs> drive all over the country playing for free all the time. I mean, yeah. we got to do something. So it sucked that we kind of had to get that point where we kind of had to pick and choose a little bit. But then at the same time, I don't think that's wrong. When no, because most of the time you could do your research on it and figure yeah. out where the legitimate where the need is. Like what what. Can we find yeah. what was really real and about? what wasn't real? Mm-hmm. Yes. And again, I think that importance of teaching how to look out for being taken advantage of is very understated. I think a lot of it kind of falls into the same category as people being bullied into things. Yeah, you're right. It's just a different form of bullying, but it's the same thing. It's somebody manipulating you and forcing you to do something that you normally wouldn't do. I like that you said manipulation because. Yeah, that, that's completely what it is. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that these generations growing up now definitely need to be aware of that and need need someone to kind of help them out. Like, because sometimes you don't, I, I know I've done it plenty of times where I don't even think about, I do something just naturally, instinctively, There's, just, I just do it. And I look back and I'm like, why did I, why did I do that? Since the invention of money, let's say, I don't know, 3,000 years ago, probably more yeah, like 2,700 since bartering came around. There has been a con man. Mm-hmm. And the scheme of the con man. Probably even before that, when people were trading goats and horses and cows. Before there was a tangible coinage. There's been a con man. And like I said earlier, teaching people the difference between book smarts and street smarts. Some of the smartest person people I've ever known in my life have been the most gullible people. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, You know, you always hear the stigma of the, the, the kid that sheltered. And then you set them out in the world with no defense because they have no prior experiences in dealing with people trying to take advantage of them. And they mm-hmm. think everybody's their friend. And they see whether it was the kid that um, maybe came from some money and didn't really have friends other than they were friends with them because they had money. Yeah. And then you send that kid off to college. Holy shit. Get eaten Watch alive. what happens. Yeah. Can you get eaten alive, man? Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, dude, like, when I graduated high school, I, I was not the smartest kid on the planet, and I was did not have the most worldly experience by any means, but I'd been around a little bit, so I kind of had a, maybe a little pinch of worldly experience, street smarts, I guess you could say, yeah. you know, whatever. So there there were certain times that, I'd, like I said, see things, I'm like, ah, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily right, but my other friends would have no idea. Yeah, it doesn't add up. Why? Why is this person being... Uh, it's, it's kind of a catch-22, because it's like, why are these people being kind to me? Maybe they are people that are legitimately looking for making friends. True, yeah. But what can they gain from you? And say this, if you're a rich kid that goes out with a group of friends, and you're always paying for shit, that should be a red flag. If you have that one friend out of the 12 that's like, I'm going to buy your coffee, or I'm going to buy your meal tonight, even though they don't have a pot to piss in, that's somebody you invest in. That's somebody you put stock in, in friendship, mm-hmm. I mean. Because, yeah, you got it. Bob got it. 
He, he he's got the money for it. He's gonna buy all the alcohol for the party. Or he's he gonna got, give us the place to party. How many times, you know, maybe me and you had a couple extra bucks in our pocket, mm-hmm. and a random friend comes by and he doesn't have anything. But guess what? He's gonna be the dude that's over there helping you build your fence mm-hmm. or whatever. And you're like, hey man, you know what? I'm gonna buy you a case of beer. And he'd be like, no, 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 you ain't gotta do that for me. He'd be like, no, dude, you came and broke your back working for me. The least mm-hmm. I can do is help you out with that. That's a true friend. That's someone that you can really, you know, rely on and know that they're not just an acquaintance. They're not just with you because of what you got or what you can do. I like to think of it in a perspective. I've looked at it since I was, I don't know, maybe 17 years old, which was the group of people I can count on one hand that if I called them in the middle of the night and said, I'm in trouble, I need you to come pick me up. There wouldn't be a question. There wouldn't be an excuse. Be there as soon as I can. I'll be there in a minute, bud. Or somebody will be there. I'll figure it out. Yep. 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 We've had a couple. Really think about those people in your life. The ones that always make excuses on why they can't make it to things, why they cop out, why they flake. And then the people that you really, you you need to think about the people that in the middle of the night you could call and say, I'm 200 miles away and I really need you. Who will be there for you? Mm-hmm. And then that's your bank of people you should consider friends and everybody else should be considered an acquaintance. And you need to learn from those acquaintances how to realize when you're when you're just being dicked around. Oh, yeah. It's like they say, you know, failure is the best learning tool. It's the same thing with relationships with humans. Mm-hmm. So look at who's done you dirty and learn from it. You got me once. Yeah, I really hate that this is such a... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I really hate that this is such a negative episode. Uh, I don't think it's negative. I think it's real. I think it's real talk. Touche. And people probably feel the same way about everything we're saying. I think everybody out there has been cheated, done wrong, feel like they've... Oh, yeah. ...been in a situation where they look at later and go, Ah, man, I did not handle that like I should have. Like, uh, I think where I was trying to steer it, at least in my head since we started talking about this was more the emphasis on teaching your children mm-hmm. to watch out for them. You want them to be good people and you teach them to be kind. Be kind. You be teach generous. them to help others when they go to school and say, Hey, if somebody's not talking to that kid that's over there, that's the new kid or the kid that's different, you go talk to them and be their friend. Yeah. So you want to instill those values in them, but you also want to make them, them a good person and, and a better person. And because Lord knows, the weirdos are the best friends. <laughs> I say that to Clark all the time. I'm like, you know, you're weird, but weird people are the best people I've ever known. True. Whether they're unique, they're artsy, they're super smart, whatever. So, yeah, we we preach that in the house about, yeah, if you see a kid that's nobody's sitting with them or maybe everybody looks at them a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we've all seen Be, yeah. a million. And I know y'all do the same thing with Jack. I think we've all seen a million movies where it's like the new kid in school, sitting or alone the nerdy with the kid, kid or the whatever, the and there's they're doing their thing, and it's like, why? That person has a lot to offer. Yeah. So you, you never it, know. It's hard to instill those values and then say, but you be wary <laughs> of people that are trying to take advantage of you. It's a it's a hard road to hoe, man. Yeah, and you know, being naive. It, it kind of sucks. Cause, and I, I'm one of those people that I I firmly believe that you can't blame somebody for not knowing something. That does not have anything to do with your intelligence level or what you're capable of. But not knowing can be 
just detrimental to a lot of things. And it, it, ignorance never, is not stupidity. Just because you've never dealt with it, um, you've never seen it, you don't know. Yeah, which is why it's so dangerous. Yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. To send people out into the world that have no catalog of experience. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, if you haven't dealt with scumbags, you don't know how to deal with scumbags. If you haven't dealt with clicks and the way those work, you won't know how to work with clicks once you get into social environments. Yeah, true. And unfortunately, that's one of those things that the only way to learn is by failing. Mm-hmm. And which I. <laughs> to me, schooling now. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think. School, to me, seems like an environment to learn how to deal with society once you graduate. Now, in saying that, do you gain knowledge? 100%. That's why you go to school. Yeah, to learn. That's yeah. why you go to school, is to learn. So I'm not talking about the classroom environment I'm talking about everything in between. I'm talking about in the hallways, in the locker rooms, um, before football games, after football games, before soccer games, Just after soccer games. in the hallways, in between dealing classes. Dealing with uh, interacting with other yeah. children mm-hmm. and their parents and, and how that whole social structure works. That's how I think school today works is, is, is learning how to deal with, and especially when we were coming up, how to deal with being set out into the world and how you're going to be able to interact with other humans. Do you have good work ethic? Do you have bad work ethic? Um, can you follow direction? Can you work with others? Or are you a free thinker, which is also two sides of a coin True. of, are you a worker bee or are you a lead bee? Yeah. You know, can, can you take control of a situation or are you, better are you just... really good at being a soldier? Yeah. Are you really good at like, Hey, give me a task. I'm going to do it. And it's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, some people yeah. that are excellent at oh, just yeah. carrying out a task. If you have a group of people that are working together and you say, you do this and you're going to do this and this is your task to complete that are excellent. But if yep. you put them in charge of the team, they fall apart. Yep. yep. Oh yeah, for sure. I think we talked about that on a episode here, a couple of episodes back where you got to have that right mentality to be in certain situations because someone that wants to be in charge is not going to be a great just worker given a task, whatever. Whereas someone that is great at their job and knows exactly what they're doing and they're phenomenal at it might not be the best person to put in charge because that just, they don't. Yeah. You had not, told the submarine yeah, and there's story. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That went to your submarine story on one of the prior episodes yes. about how he made everybody responsible for their own actions mm-hmm. and said, you know what to do. Yeah. I don't need to tell you what to do. They knew their job better than anybody else. And then the ship runs like a switch watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have people in charge of what they know and what they are capable of doing. You're not throwing stuff on them that they're not familiar with, that they're not yeah. comfortable with. The job of a leader should be dealing with the curveballs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know... I, Putting out fires. Jackson's... He's young, so I mean, I can't instill too much of that in him now, but we're starting to kind of trying to do that whole thing like where if he does something, I don't... Like, say he does something wrong. I don't immediately jump on him and be like, oh, dude, you know, that was wrong and, and, and give him shit about it. I'll Understand be like, hey. why it was the wrong decision? Like, hey, dude, do you realize what you did wrong? Do you realize was that was a bad idea? Do you realize what you should have done? You know, and mm-hmm. like kind of talk him through this whole thing instead of just getting there and just jumping his ass and being like, oh, you're, that was bad. You know, no, I try to be like, hey, think about it. Think about it for a second. 
you teach rather than lean on negative reinforcement. Exactly. Yeah. That was wrong. Bad. Yeah. Slap on the nose. Don't do it again. Why was it wrong? I don't I, understand. I don't understand what I did wrong. I mean, dude, I do that with my dog where I'll teach her to do something. And if she does something wrong, I'll just give her a look and be like, oh, you know, you screwed up. I mean, and, I mean, <laughs> I'm not happy with that decision. That's some people think that's really silly to say, but at the same time, a lot of times you can look at them and be like, oh, they go, oh, shit, I screwed up. Okay. Everybody wants to be praised. Yeah. And not even uh, praise is probably too strong of a word, but but they want to be validated in their decision making mm-hmm. with whatever the task you put on them is. Yeah. Whether that's in a leadership role or a following orders role. Everybody wants that. Everybody strives for that. And you're never going to convince me that there's people out there that uh, even those that you would say buck the system, you still want that validation. Yeah. You want someone to come and basically tell you good job. Everybody wants a pat on the back. Good job. You did great. Congratulations. Like that was great. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You kidding me? I enjoy that whenever, uh, I load the dishwasher, right? (laughs) And Liz comes to me and she's like, you did it good. Way to go, baby. (laughs) I don't believe that one bit because there's no way to load the dishwasher, right? There's only your way or their way. It's been studied. It's been reviewed. <laughs> there is no way to load a dishwasher right. But yes, back to the whole thing. Like, yeah. And I hate it because, like I said, with a lot of things going on in the world nowadays, it's really, really hard for a lot of people because they, like we said earlier, you want to do the right thing. You have to walk that fine line between doing the right thing and doing what's right for you. True. And that's where that gray area of I'm only out for me comes Mm -hmm. in or take care of your fellow man. Yeah. And there is a big gray zone in that. I agree 100%. You know, I, I try to think of, obviously I think of my family first and what's best for us, what we need to do. Um, and I'm more than happy to help out anybody else in any way, shape or form I can. And I try to, but at the end of the day, I, I got mine and my own that I, I gotta, I gotta take care of them first. Being you know? naive uh, and a schmuck never did anybody any good. That's true. Yeah, I like that. So as much as you instill the values of helping your fellow man, you should also instill watch out for con men. Mm-hmm. Because there's always going to be somebody out there. Somebody's always trying to take advantage yep. of you. Oh, yeah. You'll cross that path every day. Because somebody's always looking to benefit from a good person. Yeah, somebody just being naive. Yeah. Or, yeah, them being naive. That's, that's yeah. their whole grift. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just watching out for the sucker. There's a sucker born every minute. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's been around for a yeah. long time. Yeah. And you know what? We've all been there. Again. Yep, yep. I've been taken advantage of yep. a ton of times. Oh, yeah. Oh, A yeah. ton of times. I'll admit it. I'm not yep. perfect. Build on your past experiences and pass that down. Whether it's to your children or to uh, uh, people that come into your social circle that you can tell are kind-hearted. You know, I always thought it was really funny when we were talking about school. <laughs> are we trying to build callous people here? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, again, I, I kind of feel bad about this episode. I don't think episode, so. Because I hate it because it feels negative. But you're right. We're talking truth more than anything. But I always think it's funny that you hear, okay, we have been through it. We had our parents say it to us. We've already started saying it to our kids. It's been going on for 
ever since school was an establishment where the adult tells the kid, hey, a lot of what happens in school doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to grow up. You're going to get out of school. Things are totally going to change. You're going to see a whole new world. It's going to be something completely different. Every kid does the same thing where they go, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. And they, they like, it seems like, man, I wish there was a, a really smart way to tell a kid, like, hey, really, like, no, like, not saying it doesn't matter because some of it does, but there's a big chunk of your life that you haven't even lived yet. Sadly, things they do in high school now with social media and videos on, on cell phones, mm-hmm. you can't escape from. That's true. Where dumb shit we did when we were in high school is oh, lost out in the ether. Man. Oh, I'm so But now glad. kids have to live with that for the <sighs> rest of their lives. And it's terrifying being a parent knowing that they're walking into a world where anything you do that is stupid or naive or just a bad decision can haunt you forever. Yeah. I got three daughters, man. It's fucking terrifying sending them into the world now because you can be destroyed socially. Mm-hmm. Like you used to have to worry about getting beat up. That was, that was what a, a, a nerd had to deal with mm-hmm. or a weaker person had to deal with was, oh, I'm going to get beat up when I go to school. I'm going to mm-hmm. get physically harmed. Which is still terrible, but now you can be credibly, socially destroyed. And it's going to follow you forever. Forever. You say something that's it's off color, you say something that's blue, you say any of those kind of things, it'll follow you forever. It can follow you into job interviews. And you'll yep. be like, I was a dumb 17-year-old that didn't know my asshole from my elbow. Yeah. You can't judge me on who I was at 17 now that I'm 27. Yeah. I'm a completely different person. Yeah, like, like but said, they can. They like, totally can now. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, how many times mean you had, have said like, if the social media and everything was going on whenever we were in high school? Oh, holy moly, people could have caught me doing all kinds of bad shit, and I didn't know anybody. I was not just bad. Well, you know, I mean, you know, nothing not bad, too bad, nothing, but but stupid. Immature. Yeah. Uh, you, you're trying to be funny when it really wasn't a funny in, thing. Or trying to fit in with the trying cool to fit kids. In. Or Ex- trying to do whatever. Yeah. And like, I'm ah. glad you said that. The trying to fit in thing catches a lot of people in, in a in a bad net. The trying yeah. to fit in thing. The, the worst things I've ever said to people or jokes I've made or things that I still think about today that happened 25 years ago were because I was trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you 100%, man. Looking back on it now, I go cringe over you little like, asshole. Oh, what was I doing? I wish I could go back and say, "Man, don't don't say that. Yep. Don't don't make that joke in front of that person. Don't try to validate your worth to these people by belittling someone else or even though to, you think you're, you're being cool." Fit in with that or, or yeah. Yeah, uh, you're, you're trying to get in the clicks, man. And nothing too terrible, I don't think, but still things that I I occasionally pop in your head and you go reminisce on and go i really i really regret i ever did that that i tried to get a laugh at the expense of somebody else and i don't consider myself to be a bad person but i think it's just human that everybody does it you don't know any better you're still a child i I don't give a shit who says anything 16 17 18 years old you're still a fucking child and you're doing childish things you're just in an adult body and you don't know how the world works at all, because all you've ever been brought up in was that little snow globe of your social circle. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's a the, the rest yeah. of the world is going to view that through a totally different prism. I mean, hey, I mean, you've talked about it ever since we started this podcast. I'm sure there are plenty of things that we've said on different episodes that are going to offend people. And we never have ever set out. We, we've always made this to try to be more of a happy-go-lucky, lighthearted, uh, fun, lighthearted, fun conversation, conversation with guys. But I'm sure hey, we could be your best friends. Yeah, Let's I'm ride sure in the there's... car and listen to the random men and have a good time and listen to them talk about yeah. shit we probably agree with. Yeah, and but I'm sure there's stuff that we've said that people probably yeah. don't agree with. I've talked about hunting. A lot of people don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect that. If that's not your cup of tea, absolutely. Then hey, by all means, you know you do. I'm you. not going to belittle you for yeah. believing in that. Yeah, yeah. I had to go to a funeral today um, for an individual that I knew. He was an older person. Um, unfortunately, passed away, and it was a church that I am not a member of. Mm-hmm. I don't practice those particular religious beliefs. Beliefs, um, but hey. I'm not there necessarily for that. I'm there to celebrate the life of this individual. Yeah, you're there in remembrance of the yeah. man that you and went so, to so honor. There, so there were things that went on that I, I didn't understand. I wasn't familiar with. I tried to be as respectful as I possibly could. I, I sat towards the back because I knew I wasn't going to be the most involved individual. Uh, it was a good good service. Good service. You know, uh, we were able to lay him a rest and it, it was good, but... Like I said, again, I, I wasn't a part of that church, but still mm-hmm. I was able to go in there and respect what that establishment was right. and and just be courteous just to because, the whole pot, you know? Right. Just because you're not a follower of that practice doesn't mean you still can't be respectful of that practice of the yeah. of the people. And that was that was his religion, that was his belief. So the the least I could do for that individual was, was be to respectful. respectful for what he believed in. And what he did in his life. In the family and mm-hmm. yep, exactly. all those that were close to him. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, a lot of times you see too much, see too much where everybody. see too much negativity. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, like man, sometimes just shut the fuck up. Just. And be respectful. Yeah. I agree. I know we've said that word a lot in the past couple of minutes, but that's what it boils down to is just be respectful of everybody else's uh, creeds and codes and the way they carry themselves because. Rarely are they negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter what your belief system is, the majority of them practice the same values of, of holding up humanity mm-hmm. in a positive light and helping thy neighbor and uh, being a good person at your core and learning values from and the lessons taught to you by whatever is being taught to you. Yeah, Find what you believe in. Remember to appreciate and respect others. Mm-hmm. Um, said earlier, help out where you can. Yeah, I, I, you know, those those things, those little things. The the core values run strong through all, and to try to belittle or make light of or snicker at in your back corner is just uncouth. You know. Yeah. What what was it? You've, you've told me other times <laughs> when I've made a comment that that wasn't necessarily the right one, and you say bad form, bad, bad form. form, bad form. <laughs> I think that came from Captain Hook, is where yeah. I, I remember a little boy getting that from. Was just bad form, just yeah. not not being polite, is what he was talking about in that. 
bad form, mm-hmm. was being mm-hmm. polite in any, any situation, just carrying yourself in a crass manner. I've always thought and said that there's almost never an occasion that calls for being rude. Even if you're being done wrong, you still don't have to be rude. True. And you should never belittle someone else to prop yourself up. Yeah. And so that's why I always say that with the, like, that's bad form. Mm-hmm. It's bad form. Yeah. Hold yourself to a higher standard. Hold yeah. your, if you want to be a shiny person, be a fucking shiny person. <laughs> Stand with your chest bowed and be the example that you think everybody should follow. Yeah. And that doesn't ever mean that you can belittle someone else. Understand where they're coming from. Agreed. We getting preachy? I think we are. <laughs> I think we got a little preachy. <laughs> How we get a little preachy out here? Uh, man. I, you know, I, I thought about that while we were talking. I was like, oh my gosh, am I getting a little hard-handed with this? <laughs> I, I don't think so. The random think men so. normally I think, who are happy-go-lucky. What I like to picture is everybody <laughs> sitting in their car listening to the podcast, just nodding their head going, mm-hmm, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You should treat everybody good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Then that's, I mean, yeah, that's what it should be. The golden rule, man. Yep. Treat others as you wish to be treated yourself. Couldn't agree more. And I know I keep flipping this back to the the children. If you don't have children, sorry. Teach a little kid that's in your neighborhood that doesn't belong to you the same fucking values. Yeah. Take him under your wing. Be a big brother. Try to help out. I'm going to show you right from wrong. I agree. Sometimes you're going to get done dirty. That don't mean you got to do other people dirty. Man, I feel like this has been kind of a Debbie Downer episode. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe not though. It's we're we're speaking truth here. Yeah. Said so I hope it's not getting too preachy. I don't think so. I think it's we're we're being legit. We're being honest. We're saying things that everybody's thinking. Everybody's been through. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's sad. At the end of the day, it's all sad because when you can't tell the difference between who's being honest and who's not. Yeah, but you you need to learn that. That's something that everybody needs it's to a, figure out. It's a part of life. Yeah. Hey, here's another part of life. It's called Search Engine Results. You want to do that thing? Let's do the thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Search Engine Results. And in keeping with the somber tone of this week's episode. <laughs> Great. What is it going to be? Oh, oh, man. I'm just going to jump right into it, okay? Okay. What's the most poverty-stricken state in the United States? Oh, man. Next episode, can we do, like, the greatness of puppies and happiness and rainbows? <laughs> yes. Something this is a spring happy. day with <sighs> the rain falling... Lying under a comforter watching your favorite movie. Okay. So. Go ahead and give it to me. All right. I mean, we got to stick with the theme. True. You're right. You're right. I guess we don't have to. We're random, so we can do whatever we want. But we're going to stick with the theme today. Okay. All right. So, what do you think is the most poverty-stricken state in the United States? A, Kentucky. B, Mississippi. Or C, West Virginia. Hmm. Well, I can honestly say I've never been to any of those states. Uh, they're in the South. We ought to stick together. Yeah. Let's at least go sample the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, pretty much everyone's going to have a good barbecue. That's Everywhere sure. does have good barbecue. That's true. Uh, I'm just going to just pick one, uh, Mississippi. You're getting good at this. Oh, really? It's Mississippi. Oh, wow. Sadly. Yeah. Mm. I mean. That was just a guess. Not sad for the other two states, but yeah, it's, it's Mississippi. Hmm. Uh, it has been ranked at 19.6 percent poverty rate mm. the national average is 10 percent, so damn. almost double the national average damn that's terrible in poverty rates 
Um, on a positive note, if you could call it that, it has fallen from 2012 when it was at 24.2%. Yeah, well, at least it's trending in the right direction, I guess. And the reason being is the cost of living far outweighs the salary rate. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Everything on average is more expensive. It's uh, People pay more in the cost of living daily than people do in Kansas, Missouri, Indiana, and Texas, all of which have higher income statistics. Hmm. So, property. Yeah, that, that would do it. Everything's more expensive, but they're not paying. Hmm. Wow. Mississippi. Shout out. Pretty country. I want to go. I want to go. See it. Yeah. Yeah. You, said, you know we... what? I think I have driven through Mississippi, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've never been. Road trip. Road trip. Hey, if we ever get the, we did the... If we ever get the random on the road thing uh, going... If we want to, then yeah, that would be one of our things. And go get some barbecue. Y'all be sure and drop down in the uh, comments and even reviews. You can use as comments. Let us know which barbecue places we need to hit up that's your your hometown favorites. Hey, there you go. We, when we start doing our barbecue tour. That's true. Because mm. we likes to eat. Yes. Hmm. Well, man, this is kind of one of those... It's more just true talk episode, I think. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't so much of us throwing out info like we usually do or kind of having our banter back and forth with... You know, factoids. We kind of do this every now and then, where we have a sit down and maybe get talking about something which can't record, and which kind of ramble on about it. Yeah, uh, I like more random rambles. This wasn't even the night that we were kind of scheduled to record, where we kind of look ahead to it. It was yeah. just we were together and said, "Hey, why not, man? Let's let's fire it up." Yep. Hey, sometimes though, do that, a little talking and see if that's some of the biggest truth. Not, can... not saying that we're philosophical people by any means, but <laughs> I don't you know, think anybody's going to argue that. <laughs> No, you guys are philosophical as hell, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that in any comments. Nah. But yeah, you never know. Sometimes you just got to hear someone say exactly what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Well, had a good evening with you again, bro. Yeah. Sorry to bring you down, down, down. Yeah. Like I said, it was a, a truthful one, so got to do it every now and then, right? Yeah, that's what it is. What are you thinking? Well, everybody out there in listener land, thanks for joining us again for The Random Men. Until next time, I'm Kenny. I'm Keith. Watch out for the schemers.